Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, January 24th, 2023. Our bit today is taken from Psalm 127, verse 1a, which says, Except the Lord build a house, they labor in vain that build it. And friends, after a somewhat wet and slippery Monday, Tuesday has turned out to be of a somewhat indeterminate character. Yes, a weak sunshine with cloud cover. My computer terms it his. But however it finally turns out, it will be okay once we have Jesus first and foremost in our hearts, minds, souls, and bodies. All praise and glory to our wonderful Redeemer. And I do hope that we have all been in touch with him already for the day, asking for his faithful help and guidance through the rough rough waters of our lives. Please remember, my fellow believers, that it's essential of the utmost importance to begin each and every day with a word of thanks, praise, and gratitude to our most worthy Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If we expect to receive his awesome help in our daily journey. The length of time we spend with him is not as important as the fact that we do spend time with him every morning that we open our eyes to a new day. And as I was just skimming through the good library, I came upon this critical verse of scripture, re-laboring in vain, which I believe is ever so appropriate for these evil and ungodly times on the earth. We all know the verse, but don't pay much or sufficient attention to it. It comes from Psalm 127, a song of degrees for or of Solomon. And it so rightly says, except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep or guards the city, the watchman wake it. But in vain, that means he stays awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrows, for so he giveth his beloved sleep. And that comes from Psalm 127 verses 1 to 2. And it's the gospel truth, my people. Unless we have God in our plans, they will not work the way we want them to. And that's further borne out by these apt words from Psalm 121. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved to slip. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is thy keeper or protector. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee, or keep thee from all evil. He shall preserve or keep thy soul. The Lord shall preserve or keep safe thy going out and thy coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. And that comes from Psalm 121 verses 1 to 8. Yes, friends, that's the kind of overall protection we get when we involve the Lord God Jehovah in our affairs. But 
Turning back to Psalm 127, the psalmist continues to speak of our futility without God in our daily lives. He says, Lo, children are an heritage of the Lord, and the fruit of the womb is his reward. And that's Psalm 127.3. And they certainly are my people. As Jacob said to his estranged brother Esau when they finally ended their estrangement. And they came together and Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him and they wept. And he, that's Esau, lifted up his eyes and saw the woman and children and said, Who are those with thee? And he, Jacob, said, The children which God had graciously given thy servant. Oh! Now that's how, ought we, how we ought to appreciate the children we are granted by God. Because there are so many people right now and also down through the ages who desperately desired children but not could, could sorry, but could not have any. And those words of Jacob there it came from Genesis 33, 4 to 5. But you know what? We've seen how the Lord blessed barren women like Sarah, Isaac's mother in her old age, which you can find in Genesis 21. Likewise, Hannah, Samuel's mother, when she prayed fervently for a child that you can find in 1 Samuel 1. And Elizabeth, the mother of John the Baptist, who had been barren for many years, that, that you can find in Luke 1.36. For Psalm 13 tells us, he maketh or causes the barren or childless woman to keep house, that's to dwell in a home, and to be a joyful mother of children. Praise ye the Lord. And that comes from Psalm 139. And is our, isn't our God wonderful? Yes, he certainly is. Then the psalmist goes on to explain God's reward through children. He says, as arrows are in the hand of a mighty man, that's a warrior, so are the children of the youth. Happy is the man that hath his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. <laughs> Mama Mia, that's the blessedness of having children, my fellow believers. And that comes from Psalm 127, verses 4 to 5. And I like how the scholars explain Psalm 127. They say the principle of this psalm is that all human efforts are in vain unless they have God's blessing. This principle is applied to four areas. One, building a house in verse 1a, guarding a city, verse 1b, working long hours, verse 2, and having children, verses 3 to 5. It is possible to accomplish all these things without God's blessing, but it is not possible to accomplish them purposefully and with eternal value without God's blessing. The psalm includes, incidentally, two practical reasons for having children. They bring you joy and they protect you. And you can find that in verse 5. <coughs> oh friends, it's so foolish to try and live this earthly, unknown, 
anything can happen at any time in life without God's grace and mercy surrounding us. That's the wisdom of living life, doing it with God. And according to James, that's entirely possible. If any of you lack wisdom, he says, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, that's without reproach, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, that's not doubting. For he that wavereth or doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And that comes from James 1, 5 to 6. Unfortunately, though, in this godless society, many of us are seeking wisdom in the wrong places and are also big doubters, jumping from one newfangled idea to another like a bee flits from one flower to another. There's absolutely no stability in our society right now, as everything seems to be in a state of flux. That's constant change and drifting without real purpose. And the only antidote for that kind of life, my people, the only stable foundation in this world is Jehovah God through His Son, Jesus Christ. Please, let's remember that, now, my fellow saints, as we go about our daily lives. And please, let's make sure that we build those lives on the rock that's Christ Jesus so that we can have true stability regardless of what happens in our lives and the world. Now, for those of us trying to do just that, let's go home declaring, would you believe I spelled declaring wrong? Ah, oh, Lord. Eh? But nonetheless, we're going to go home declaring our Tuesday mantra, letting the whole world know to whom we belong, lock, stock, and barrel. Altogether, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with my immediate neighbors as well as with the whole wide world. Glory be. And that means now, friends, that we ought to go out and share the amazing love and friendship of Christ with those we meet so that they too can come to truly know and love him like we do. Much love. And the postscript for today says, in Christ, the solid rock we stand, all other ground is simply sinking sand, and that's indisputable truth. Only Christ has that solid foundation that we can build on. Anything else is just sinking sand, it's garbage. We'll be overthrown soon enough. So please, let's wake up and get wise as I ask us every day and live for Jesus because that's the only real wise solution to this earthly life. And we pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.